0: morning, welcome to another episode of Bobcast with you as always is Bob. I'm up here in the lounge staring at the Ouija board, same thing, new day. Episode 60, who would have thought all these months later that we'd still be going here, we'd still be uh, live on podbean.com, doing my thing here on the Bobcast. Uh, Once again, another shout out to the listeners, Uh, there's a solid base out there. Um, Do me a favor and uh, perhaps maybe... Grab one of your friends' cell phones if they got an iPhone. The Android app is coming soon. If they got an iPhone, plug in on Safari, www.thebobcast.podbean.com, backslash mobile. Quick add to home screen and you'll have a fresh new Bobcast iPhone app for the fall season. Make sure you get your flannels out because grunge is back in season once again. Uh, Let's just dive right into it. Let's just dive into some current events. Current events are uh, everywhere these days for me because I'm back to school teaching and I like to, I like to stay, uh, stay up on my current events. I like to know what's going on in the world. I like to have an open dialogue with my students as to what's going on and how it affects their lives and their families' lives and the world in general. So uh, off the top of my list, let's just start with uh, something just crazy that I saw on the news this morning. So there's this newsstand down Philly at 18th and Chestnut Street. And about a year ago, they sold a a multi-million dollar winning Powerball ticket. And still to this day, a year later, uh, no one has claimed their prize. So let's just go back in time here. It's a year ago. Uh, I am a man or a woman. I probably am living in the city of Philadelphia, or I may be working around the facility of 18th and Chestnut. I decided to go grab a a Snapple. And along the way, I see a sign on a bus that says Powerball. And I say to myself, you know, today would be a good day to buy a ticket. I grab that ticket. I get on the R6 back to Narstown, Plymouth meeting, wherever. And somehow or another, I lose the ticket. Is that the fate of this missing prize? This missing, I guess, life-changing event? Uh, I'm not really sure. But uh, the guy who did sell the ticket, the guy that owns the newsstand there on 18th and Chestnut, just got 5000 bucks for selling it. Not a bad, uh, winning, you know, consolation prize for giving somebody their dream ticket and that's straight Jamoke losing it on the streets of Philadelphia. Time's, uh, 6.28 a.m. I like to get up early and I like to do things. I like to, uh, you know, just get myself ready for the day. Uh, it's a drastic change from, uh, my summertime nocturnal activity, staying up real late. Didn't work this summer, just did a lot of writing, bobcasting, pocket dial. But getting up early in the morning sucks, ugh, but you get used to it after a while. And I guess the worst part about it is when, like, you have to tell your brain that it's time to go to sleep. I cannot go to sleep to save my life, I've eliminated television in our bedroom, I no longer watch TV, I try to listen to some podcasts online, uh, I listen to the Nerdist Kevin Smith, uh, I listen to uh, podcasts involving Max Landis. And basically, I just tried to drift off, tried to get into that Mela state where I can finally get the six hours of rest that Pauli Walnuts told me in The Sopranos that every man needs. And sometimes it's tough. Last night was one of those nights I couldn't get to bed, and today has been an insomniac nightmare. I just was off my game. Off my game today, and I, I can't stand that. Now, when I could stay up all night and do my thing and feel good... Uh, Go to bed at whatever time I like And get six hours And still wake up around 8.39 I never really is Excuse me, I'm not one for much uh Sleeping in anymore I I can't tell you the last time I slept Past like 10 But, um, yeah, I didn't feel tired I didn't feel God, insomnia It sucks so bad uh, If you're a Bobcast listener out there Suffering from, uh you know The delusions of grandeur And you have such terrible Terrible Stories, Shoot me an email or give me a tweet on Twitter and uh, maybe I'll get you on the show and you can share your insomnia nightmare. Moving on through my list, uh, I saw something on the internet that's pretty cool. Uh, as you know, the ALSA Ice Bucket Challenge was uh, on everybody's Instagram, everyone's Facebook feed this summer. Uh, there's a new thing that's going on and um, it's the Lemon Shot Challenge. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Lemon Shot Challenge will be the next social social media extravaganza. Basically what it is, is uh, the month of September is uh, Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month and um, right now there's a limited amount of research and funding for this specific type of cancer and um, children right now need your help. So you can just type in your uh, Bing or Google or whatever type of search engine and use Lemon Shot Challenge and you too can find out how you can donate some money. Uh, What is the Lemon Shot Challenge? Well basically it's just this. And it's a lot easier I think than filling up a bucket of ice and throwing it on the ground and wasting water while there's people in different countries who are just desperate for a fresh glass of H2O. The lemon shot challenge requires you to go to your kitchen, grab a little shot glass, get yourself some lemon juice, fill it to the top. The cool thing about this is kids can do it, you can do it, everybody gets to take a shot. And basically you just film the reaction of the person's face because it's impossible not to do that cringing sensation. Check it out online. It's worth uh, the effort and the time. Uh, Let's talk about the NFL. Man, oh man, the NFL. You know, last year it was the the concussion conspiracy. Uh, Every year I think the NFL likes to have themselves cloaked in conspiracy. Now, let's just get this right out there. I don't think uh, it's right at all to have domestic violence in anyone's lives. Uh, I think that the man that raises his hand to the wife of his kids, his girlfriend, his mother, his sister, whatever, is no man at all. In fact, he's a straight chump. But the NFL needs to get it together, big time. One day you reinstate Adrian Peterson, the next day you let him go from the team. Ray Rice, uh, I guess the Rebels, uh, I guess, f- you know, final nail in the coffin, The the last thing that it will be known for is the uh, The Ray Rice video where he uh, strikes his um, wife in the casino and it was all over TMZ, the news. It is a shame that um, this type of thing goes on. But the NFL has always been cloaked in conspiracy for at least the last maybe three, four years. Maybe since Janet Jackson and the Nipplegate sensation with Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl halftime show. There's always something going on with the NFL. There's always some sort of new uh, news media story to spin, I guess one of the greatest sports out there. So let's just get out of this conspiracy mode and let's talk about something that I'm looking forward to. Let's talk about Kevin Smith's new movie opening this weekend, Tusk. Oh, man. I can't wait to see this movie. It it stars uh, Michael Parks and uh, Justin Long uh, in a film about a podcaster like myself who travels to Canada to interview some sort of famous celebrity. And when the uh, meeting is canceled, the podcast is canceled, I guess in a restroom, he sees a sign, uh, an advertisement, classified ad for a roommate, and this roommate is saying that um, he's looking for a lodger, someone to stay in his spacious house overlooking some sort of, I guess, Canadian grand landscape, and he's offering to uh, have you stay there for rent-free, you don't want to pay no rent at all, all you got to do is two hours a day, put on a walrus suit. What? That's right. He says he has made a large walrus suit that would fit most people. When he goes there, things go wrong, and it turns into, I guess, a twisted horror tale. Kevin Smith used to do uh, funny comedy movies like Clerks, Chasing Amy, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back, etc. And then a couple years ago, he came out with a film called Red State, and uh, I had followed it uh, through AnnaCoolNews.com, DarkHorizons.com, etc. And, uh... I didn't know how to make make of it because I saw the posters and I knew it was going to be like a horror movie of sorts. But I didn't know how he would deal with it. But as you know, um, a good screenplay writer who can write great comedy also can hit the right beats with thriller, horror, etc. So Kevin did Red State and uh, it's on Netflix. I recommend you guys check it out. It's, uh, it's a crazy tale where each time you think it, you know where it's going to go, it just does a twisted turn. But this movie Tusk, I've been following for a long time because a long time ago on a podcast, Kevin and his partner, Scott Mosier, on the Smodcast show on the Smodcast network, check it out on your bing.com, is uh, they somebody on Gumtree, which is, I guess, a, a British type of Craigslist, sent Kevin this uh, message, and Kevin read through it, and uh, just thought it was hysterical, so they started talking about it on the air, and through talking about it, with uh, his partner Kevin comes up with the whole concept and you can see or excuse me here the moment that he trademarks the idea and he just goes into this creative tangent describing the story I guess of um, torture and trying to decide whether or not a man is indeed a walrus It, it sounds ridiculous but I'm telling you it's going to be a great movie if you want to take somebody this weekend check it out it's playing at the Regal that's Tusk Check out the trailer at www.tuskthemovie.com. Definitely check out that trailer. It's amazing. Moving on through the list of Bobcast oddities on this Saturday morning. It's almost fall time, which means Halloween is near. It also means that on October 24th, Pocket Dial will have their first ever CD release show at the Great Room. All you got to do is contact me and I'll get you into that joint for free. Or you can give Mickey a dollar, and he'll be your personal butler for an entire year. Yes, we're going to be playing songs that we'll give away for free. Some of them you've heard here on the Bobcast, including Hashtag Monsters, Meant to Be, Melaminana, Country Divide, Into the Bubble. Uh, it's definitely going to be an extravaganza. That's again, 11 p.m. at the Great Room in Philadelphia's historic <laughs>
1: Give me a lime and a lemon with it
2: Uh, Cold Stone Creameries in the King of Prussia's? Yes. Let me ask you a question. Would you say your first name again was? This is Mike. Can I help you? Yeah, Mike. I was wondering if you guys are hiring over there at the creamery. Yeah, you just gotta go online, coldstone.com. Mike, I just gotta ask one quick question, because I'm lactose intolerant. Can I still work around the milk, the cream? Yeah, that's fine. Are you, do you have any uh, type of uh, you know digestive problems working there? Anything else, sir? I'm just I'm just curious. I'm trying to get my social security on the application here. Is your is your manager there? Yeah, speaker. Say what? Speaker. Mike, you're the manager. So maybe you know about the food allergies there? Do you got a manual? As to what's in the ingredients? Yeah, we have a manual, it's on the line as well. Yeah, but I was wondering if maybe you can just tell me, do you gonna do you use corn syrup at all? I can't hear you. Say that again. I'm saying do you use corn syrup? Uh, I believe so. Oh, I can't get a job. Do you know anyone in the King of Prussia malls that's hiring? All of them. Nice. They got somebody to be Santa Claus yet? Yeah. Mike, let me ask you quick. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? This is this bull. I'm saying you can listen to me all you want. You can listen to this bull all you want, but I'm saying, what's your favorite cream? <laughs> 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 Sal Vick is big is back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bobcast with you as always is Bob. I'd like to welcome uh, a very special guest from uh, all the way across the country in Seattle, Mr. Joe Norris. Welcome to the Bobcast. What up, man? How's it going? I'm good. How you doing out there? Uh, not too bad. On my way home from work. Can you in tell... In sunny Seattle. Okay. What else are you looking at right now?
1: What am I looking at right now? I'm looking at the apple in my left hand. I'm looking at the fucking... Oh, wait. Can I curse on this show? On this show?
2: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, I'm looking at this goddamn fucking traffic um, in front of me. And I'm looking to head to the
0: gym in about a half an hour so I can get less fat. Okay, okay. It's it's okay to, uh, you know, come uh, and just make any type of, you know, observation you'd like here on the podcast. Let me ask you a question. Uh, being from Philadelphia, uh, now you're out there in Seattle, um, are you now a Seahawks fan or are you uh, loyal to the Green? Uh, I am loyal to a Green, but uh, it is
1: not the Eagles Green. I've been a Packers fan for about 20 years now. And I remain so much to the degree of all these fake-ass football fans out here in
2: Seattle. Tell me I about it. Actually, actually have to
1: constantly remind Seattle fans that they actually had a team uh,
0: before 2012. Uh-huh. And they don't know shit about them, so... Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's interesting living here, but they can
2: thank me for winning the championship because they won pretty much second I got here. Well,
0: let's talk about the Green Bay Packers. How do you feel uh, about Jordy Nelson's performance this uh, season so far? Uh, Jordy Nelson is a monster. Let's talk he about his Nelson? athletic prowess. What did you say? Let's talk about his athletic prowess. Do um, you mean for a white person or do you mean <laughs> Yeah, let's just talk about it like that if you want. Um
1: Far and away, the greatest wide receiver to ever live. Um, he's going to go down as the greatest hacker wide receiver to ever live, which is saying a lot considering that. Uh, top five, he's
2: number six. Yeah. That game
0: they had against the Jets was great how they came back and won it, you know, and uh they were st- they were like talking like they were gonna get Vic like, you know, get his feet, you know, running so like they were like trying to say like the game was gonna be a blowout. Let's talk about blowouts. Did you see the game last night, the Atlanta Falcons blowing out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I did. I have uh Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, so thank you for that. Fuck you, Mike Smith, for taking him out in the third quarter. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. What type of a uh, what what type of fantasy league are you in? What type of fantasy am I in? Yeah.
1: I am in a twelve team C D F Sports Line League with um relatively standard scoring. We we do touchdown bonuses and you know, yardage bonuses and field goal bonuses. But no flex, one quarterback, two quarterbacks. Two running backs, three wide receivers, and kicker defense. Uh, fairly standard league. We've been doing it for about thirteen years. Three hundred dollars entry fee. We got a few uh, extra sort of uh, things that we end up doing um, to sweeten the pot a little
2: bit. Yeah. But um, you know, we do
1: we do a thing called the Monday Night Rule, where for ten bucks substitute out a player that played on Thursday or Sunday night. or so For example, I had Bobby Rainey in last night, and he shit the bed. So for 10 bucks, I can take him out and put somebody in that's playing on Sunday. And if I had somebody playing on Sunday, I could take them out and substitute them for someone who was playing on um, you know Monday
0: night or something like that. Yeah, so uh, last night you got, what, 31 points with Matt Ryan? Uh, I got 35 from that line and 35 from Hulvey. Ooh, so, what a great way to start the. the so, uh, have you uh, have you checked out on the the iPhone, the Android, the FanDuel app? I had. I checked out FanDuel, but it seems interesting. Well, let's talk uh, about okay. FanDuel real quick. FanDuel, I, for those of you who like fantasy football and you don't like being committed to one team, basically you can join up for. Five ten bucks with your PayPal account. Get into a league this weekend. They got a tournament. It's twenty five dollars to get in. One point two foot. One point two five million dollars. First place gets one hundred twenty thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I definitely want to check
0: it out. It just says, I, I need to figure out how it works, and then I, I, I I'm all in because it seems pretty dope. Nice, dude. Definitely uh, keep us posted. Uh, we have a, I guess, a, a little bit of announcement this evening. You uh, decided recently to go out and purchase a, a blue Yeti microphone. Can you tell the Bobcast listeners what's going on? Uh
1: yeah, purchase a purchase a little blue Yeti. Uh, I am planning on starting a bunch of podcasts, one of which being tentatively
0: titled "The Fantasy Football Pro." I guess, essentially, okay. Um, I uh, look. I I live
1: and breathe fantasy football pretty much from the NFL draft day until until week sixteen, and then I'm a football junkie until the Super Bowl. Um, and I know that me and my friends know just as much, if not more, than any of the sort of pundits that uh, you know
0: the Average Joe end up listening to because they don't really have much of an option. So is that the name you're going to go with? Average Joe? Huh. I don't know. I like it. Average Joe Fantasy Football Podcast? Dude, that's that's a really good sounding name to me. I do like that one. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a, got I'm like a, a really nice, breath. like, you know, it's, it just goes well with, uh, you know, your lips. But, uh, Speaking, I'm very excited to uh, announce this here on the Bobcast that you're going to have your own thing. We'll definitely connect up to thepodbean.com. Oh, yeah. I just coincidentally saw a movie today. Uh, I talked about it earlier in this uh, Bobcast, Tusk, the new Kevin Smith movie. Uh, the new Kevin Smith movie, isn't it like about a killer moose or something? <laughs> Close. I think the next film he's going to make is called Moose Jaws. But this movie is about a man that uh, gets turned into uh, an animal, a walrus. Remember we talked about Red State? I think long ago, we both saw it at the same time. We both loved it, right? Uh, Say that one again? The movie Red State. Do you recall it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Red State, actually, a lot. So, uh, since you've been out there in Seattle, I haven't seen you in a while. Summer is now officially gone on Monday. It'll be the first day of fall. What was your favorite movie this summer?
1: I really liked the new Sin City, I'm not going to lie. I just thought that, and it's kind of funny because I was watching Sin City 1 last night on TV. Um, I think they captured exactly what a sort of comic book movie in the Frank Miller style was supposed to be. I don't know if it did very well. But I really enjoyed it, and I saw it in three D.
0: And I thought, as far as the three D was concerned, that it was the perfect three D movie. Yeah, Frank Miller definitely has a a great style. Uh, I I hope that there could be another version, but uh, it was a box office dud, right? They really put that out there in the news. It's a shame it didn't find its audience. The other one's what ten years. You know,
1: the movie was supposed to come out originally in like October of 2013, mm-hmm. and then it didn't drop until you know the summer of 2014. Which, you know, when I saw that, it made me nervous. But then when I saw the movie, I, I loved it. I mean, it, it was what I it was what I went to look for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I went to
0: the movie for it to be Sin City Two, and it was. You know what movie really disappointed me? The sequel to Three Hundred. I turned it off after like fifteen minutes. I just couldn't stand it. (laughs) No, I didn't see it. I I could tell that was going to be a dumpster fire. But you know, at the same time, it's so strange because Frank Miller was forced to write, I guess, a sequel graphic novel, and I read it when it came out, and it was nowhere near as good as the original one. But um, yeah, Frank Miller. Sometimes you know he's good. Sometimes he's not. Have you read The Dark Knight uh, Strikes Back? Or, excuse me, The Dark Knight. Oh, my God, it's so either. bad, dude. So, The Dark Knight Returns is one of the best Frank Miller books ever. The Dark Knight Strikes Back. It's all over the place, and the artwork is really sloppy. I hate to say it, Frank, but it really was. And, um, originally, I think he was writing it in 2000, and, uh, you know, he couldn't get it done in time, and September 2011 came, and, uh, the World Trade Center incident happened. And what happened was that, um... In the comic book, Batman like blows up a building that Lex Luthor's in. There is somewhat of a battle scene in that book. You can see that Lex Luthor escapes, but in the original version, Batman crashes a plane into the skyscraper, and Frank had to go back to the drawing board and was forced with a deadline. All right. But other than wow. that, though, uh, yeah, I, there wasn't a movie really that stood out to me. I really couldn't stand Godzilla. I, I, I really wanted to like Godzilla. It just didn't know what movie it wanted to be yeah Witch. Guardians of the Galaxy, I liked, and like I'm gonna go out on the limb and just say it, but like I could predict it beat for beat. I knew that you know where the story was going. It definitely felt good, like an adventure, but I'd like to see a little bit more uh maybe in the sequel. don't get me wrong, I liked it, but it's just i just I knew what was gonna happen. I knew he was gonna be star Lord, and the groot stuff was great though I have to admit.
1: Starting galaxy, you know, I, don't, I don't know much about the comic. Um, I think the one thing that I like about the movie regardless of like the quality, because I sort of agree with you, as, uh, you know, it was what it was, but what I think it did for comic book movies was it essentially gave comic books the green
0: light. They're pretty much right to, to to do any movie they want. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, everyone to know, like, oh, my God, Batman,
1: oh, my God, Superman. You can do sort of the, you know, fringe comic books now, and, you know, people are going to watch it
0: if it's good. I read today that the guy that did uh, End of Watch and Training Day is going to do Suicide Squad. Really? That'd be wild. Harley Quinn, Deadpool, I, or uh, not Deadpool, um, Deadshot. Loved End of Watch. Loved Trading
2: Day. I actually didn't think I'd like Training Day, uh, End of Watch as much as I did. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I liked it. Obviously, training day I yeah, that was
0: just such a great movie. Great script. Really good writing. I think my favorite scene of all is when, you know, they got, uh, Ethan Hawke in the bathtub and they're about to blow his head off SA and then the next thing you know, like, they find the wallet. From the girl. Know, with his, with his, with his oh. It was so clutch, dude. And uh, true story, the guy that you know was sitting at the table, the one with the tattoos who um who, he was talking about getting his shit pushed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to sit, uh serve him coffee at Starbucks out in uh, LA. <laughs> he was the strangest oh, guy, funny. dude. And every time I saw him, all I could think about was that scene where he's like, I wanna get
2: my shit pushed out, man. <laughs> that's funny,
0: man you know what I'm saying? But um yeah Joe, we're very uh, happy that uh, you're going to be doing some podcast and we'll definitely link up in the future. You got the the night the Seattle nightlife coming your way. I guess it's what 648 So yeah, I'm going uh, to on and I'm going to go get drunk. Exactly. And uh, you should enjoy it. Definitely tune in. The Bobcast will be live on Saturday morning. Thanks for having me. Say what? Yeah, no doubt, man. Anytime, and uh, let these Bobcast listeners know when your website goes live. Well, do it. I will keep you perfect, my man. All right, have a good one, Joe. Average Joe podcast.
2: Chicken Satchel One, set the squads off like a slave auction. Hey, yo, my zodiac sign read caution. On stage, I make you see to an off on. Yo, my age and break equation. Niggas want some, I hit them with a portion. Son of Fifth, awesome, armed at the door, son. And Miller, till the dice, roll quick, draw, son. You don't want no more, son, that's when more come. And dragon nigga, every avenue to all gun, y'all all done. Ladies and gentlemen, select a weapon at the gate, upon enter in the roots, instrumental and spark shit. The niggas try to talk shit, we hit. Like the LS60 if a market. South Philly clip a hole into a nigga pocket, Take sneaks, change their ranks and bracelets. Flip back this like we the therapists. Adrenaline, fifth mic terrorist. Once again, get, once again, get, once again, get, 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 get. once again, once once again, get, get, get. once again, get, get, get. Once
1: again get, get, get. Get the grip and still slip So lift me up Ever since I was a prop I was designed to go You get to know me You poke me slowly When caught buzzing Some niggas thought they was When of course they wasn't punk up with the dozen The pellets all in their skeleton Transform from the norm Start the brainstorm The league be From the roots He ain't going I took the wrong exit The signs of langorin. I'm trapped up in about Five worlds with live pearls Shout to all my equine The name is Jalil The mode is deep, force, So let your hand expandin' it. it, Taking you back Like not slandin' The Ralph Crampton, We out, yo, so get Yo, put be- o- the, the, wo- the, 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 way in- way the, pivot on this concrete earth Until I Europa. didn't figure how to conquer it yet, but gö, Florida, water, Yeah, but still I once again Once again, once again, once again, once again, once again, once again, yeah, I to the Mac and we held them like hostages Rappers see me how they face like ostriches Bates to grind the brain into little sausages Underwater rap, you know who the boss is in no that's where that raw shit is. They get blown out the sky once shit get targeted. Eight teeth of the virus, I fathered it. So when you see me on the street, don't bother, kid. Just be on them every way, or you might get slid. Ask around, wondering what Dice Raw did. Let you on floors, like they're getting carpeted. You need a special kind of mic for the to kids. Me against shoes like Kangas, the partridges. If you wanna battle, change your name to the forfeiters. Cause that's what you do face to face with raw niggas. I give you a bad case of them fucked up jitters once again. Once again, get, once again. Get, once again.
2: They used to talk shit, but I'ma quiet them Kicking the door with my boys, get the riot them First nigga that flinch, I'ma fire him. Take him up, grip his hands, and plier them Know the bricks is in here, where you hiding them? Don't die in the shit that you lying in I used to get front of bricks, now I'm buying them Used to cop off my man, and I'm supplying him. Play the front row seat, watching Iris in First class air crash when I'm flying Chris Tucker, Richard mind them Used to shotgun in cars, now I'm driving them Used to hustle around bars, y'all